Mississauga people. Where we born? Toronto. Toronto. There is no pronunciation. I appeal to you as a fellow American, but I'm Canadian. You don't look it. It's a common mistake. Unbelievable respect and much respect to these fans, to this country. This is unbelievable. Best there is. Whatever you're feeling, take it to the altar, because I'm not the one that's responsible for your feelings. You know, God works in mysterious ways, but it just, I, my spirit feels like it, it goes with Canada. Hey, sorry, I'm distracted. <laughs> hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Not That Sorry. You find yourself here with us to be fun, fine, black, and Canadian, just like us, with zero apologies for it. So you're not that sorry about it. So I'm Jan, the one who is tired of this psychopath weather because I just want to roller skate outside. I feel the rest forming. I just need to get back out there. The rest like on your body? Or yes. Or the rest on your skates? My technique, my everything. Like I've got brand new skates who I haven't seen anywhere yet. Anywhere. Well, I mean, they will be indoor only skates because they're suede and they're so pretty. I digress. Antonia's here as well. Hoping she'll join my skate crew. I'll be name. wearing my skates outside. <laughs> with the name TBD. She'll come up with something clever. And John's with us as well from the far reaches of space or a ranch or a space ranch. Space ranch. Space cattle. Space cowboy. <laughs> yes. The holodeck. And um, <laughs> Kevin Costner's there for some reason. So yeah, let's get into it because there's a lot. Um, the Canadian men's soccer team got their draw for the, their draw for the pool for the world cup qualifier or for the world cup. Sorry. Cause they did that. They qualified. So they're going to be in group F, which I think features the likes of Croatia and perhaps Belgium. Someone fact check. Yep, Cause I didn't. Correct. Awesome. No. <laughs> Look at me listening to, to footy people. Um, also, a sad RIP to AJ Crimson. That w- that boy was so young. is super, super sad. Uh, what else happened? Um, Beyonce and Megan Thee Stallion performed, not together, at the Oscars. <laughs> the same ones that Will Smith slapped uh, Chris Rock at. So, Bless you. Same one. <laughs> um, Jasmine Sullivan's show in Toronto was straight up dope. That's what Antonia and I were doing while missing the slap heard around the world. Our phones <laughs> exploded. Literally afterwards, <laughs> we were trying to ride a concert high, and everybody just had to ruin our time. It took me with, like uh, two hours to like get back into the like, jazz hey, mode. Hey, did you hear? <laughs> like, no, I gotta rewatch on the. <laughs> I gotta rewatch my concert videos on my phone now because. Also, Jazz would come back anytime because my friends in the West are very jealous. <laughs> she, they're like, she never comes to Canada. Of course, she came to Toronto. And I was like, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> of course, she came to Toronto. I was like, yeah. Get in line. Get into it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of- I had to explain to them, too, that like, if Toronto they were really about it, <laughs> if they were really about it, they would have been there, too, with the one guy I met from the Bahamas who was there. And three, four dudes who came from Texas. That is a lot. Because their shows got canceled because she got sick. And they were like, yeah. guess are going to Toronto. And I was like, what now? It, like, There were no other closer American cities you could have gone to. They're like, going to go to the that. city. And I was like, oh, wait. So if you were really about it, you would have come. Yeah. Cause... Probably paid less of your flight, too, because. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. All the flights. Cheap flights may be a thing of the past because jet fuel yeah. is about to go all the way up. It's true. And so. no one's trying to fly Flare Air and have their flights canceled 25 times. So I don't know. You but can. yeah, if you were bad about it, you would have been insane with those boys there. They were having a great time. You know, the train is looking real appealing right now. Take that, take that one week cross country. Yeah. Um, author Tomi Adiemi has posted that she has finished the movie adaptation for Children of Blood and Bone. If you haven't read this book yet... Read the book, the first two books, and uh, get in line, giddy, waiting with us for this movie because she's getting that Disney money, and black fantasy should be a thing I see on screen always. So that's so why proud it's of mentioned. You. So proud of you. And lastly, um, for those who remember news for from anything older than a week ago, you may recall a great maple syrup heist, and. Um, so, 
That thief has been ordered to pay $9.1 million Canadian dollars to uh, for those of you who for are, fraud. Those of you who are still confused of whether Canada is a real place. Real not, place. <laughs> it's We are real, but only when it comes to certain things. Don't Maple syrup, though. Yeah, don't. Cartel. <laughs> don't think Sir of us more cartel. like Candyland rather than just a tragic, vast winter wasteland. Like Fair. The, the board game Candyland. Think of us as that. Yeah. We're that. We're that. <laughs> Less fun stops along the way, but we're that. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I don't. I don't endorse. Apps. Apps. We have sun fun stops. Yeah. <laughs> we have plenty enough to fill a candy. I'm about to do this anyway. Maple syrup candies for everybody. <laughs> yep. We're gonna take a break, and I'm gonna fill out all the spaces of Candyland with Canadian stops. So, <laughs> suck on that. <laughs> Two. Next stop. What you saying? All right, so what you saying? And I'll tell you what we're not saying. Anything about the Oscar slap or any subsequent fallout, think pieces, or anything. Nothing. The only thing I appreciated were the jokes. Just the jokes. You gonna slap me? <laughs> In front of my friends? <laughs> and you're all on the same internet as me. I can keep sharing the jokes I find on our socials. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it right now. What we are gonna talk about is the Porter season one episode six because ah, things are getting real. My boy Zeke out there being a goddamn hero, just taking all the lumps, trying to do everything through the proper channels. And God, do I understand and relate to that struggle. (laughs) Him and his glorious curls and side part just out here doing things. Thirst. thirst, John. What you, the word you're looking for, John, is thirst. <laughs> that was pretty tame. <laughs> that was that was pretty tame. This episode. Had... Also, I made no secret about this. No, I, no, no, I no, no. led with this. I was gonna say I didn't say it was a secret. Was John was like, "What's happening?" And why is John acting surprised like he wasn't there when I led with this? John, John would like to focus doesn't. on the facts, Jan. Yeah, those are the facts. The facts are Junior's an idiot. Curls continues to be an idiot. <laughs> Junior does continue to be. His an idiot. His wife is a saint. But perhaps um, the biggest idiot of the episode continues to be Lucy May. I was rooting I, for you. I here's the thing, children. <laughs> I was rooting for you. Never quit something until you know for sure that you have secured something else. Never jump ship when you have nowhere to land. Even when you're betting on yourself, like you have to, you have to keep have building first. Having Let a safety the misery net is, fund your joy. Having a safety net is not. Is having safety net is a luxury, yes, but don't think of it as like as is you copping out or blah blah. Like have that safety net. Make sure that you are covered before you throw yourself out there into the wilderness like this. Dumb girls, <laughs> such a dumb. Like girl. she has so many goals, or anything else too, and I want that for her, but she really and truly does not. She does not take care before she leaps. Yeah, not at all. And that, I just, I don't... And then she, you know, gets mad at everybody else and things don't fall into place. Like, no, girl. Instead of waiting for there to be any ink on any paper to dry, you said, my boyfriend... Was like the first time you've ever even claimed this man. Hello. My boyfriend has this that really was, great That plan. was my first question in my nose. Like, oh, we're boyfriend now? You never claimed this <laughs> like, in your life. But now he's your boyfriend because he's got, now he's got money he's going to put towards you. Now he's your boyfriend. All right. So, cool. Go off. But also, <laughs> you... you 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 fumbled your own bag, girl. The first of the Instagram models, right? And it's I Lucy like, and I hope that I hope that um I can never remember his name, but I hope that um, what's his name at the bar like t- is like gracious oh, enough to Popsy like takes you back because he knows he's just like okay I believe in he you he really tried I believe in you but like I never I didn't get where I was because I just like left and everything I I had to work to the bone yeah I had to I had to like endure people's nonsense to get here like you're gonna face the same thing like you're not special just because. You think, I mean, you mean like, especially in this in society where white people look at you like dirt, like, yeah. and I love that in the, this episode, they made a point to notice every single time a white person looked at Zeke, looked at anybody yep. else walking, doing anything. And like for Lu- for Lucy made to be like, <laughs> black people have money too. <laughs> yeah. Which was such an Antonio yes. moment. Like catch me. From words anything, like, to delivery. Can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> I have a right to be here. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So like she infuriates me because she has so much talent but no brains <laughs> yeah and none. i she's oh. that she's that younger sister you want to smack and even if you do smack her she doesn't get it because you're out to get her yeah because she's like 
Oh, I... You don't understand. If you had a dream, you would get it. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, she struggles scrubbing floors and uh, cleaning diapers. You, she blows off that job so much to work at Stardust. Like, obviously do you. The talent is there and it's real, but, like, don't half-claim that struggle you blow off constantly, so... Yeah. Just She's saying you quit of, Stardust. Like, that's a lot. She got yeah. a lot of ambition. Though. She doesn't like waiting. She, this thing, she's very impatient. And I get it. I get it. When I'm excited about too. something, I want to get to it. I want to get to it right now. I want to get to it right now. But. Yeah. New York. Check out Uplift Kitchen. Like, <laughs> New York what? New York is where she wants to go. Something. True. But she knows that she can't just show up in New York. Yeah. Like, she'll just be on the street. Like, look at her Does friend. She? Look at, not even her friend. Look at her nemesis who's on the line with her. Who's yeah, who's like, crawling who's back, back. Being like, hey, can I come back? And she wasn't gracious to her at all about that, which I'm like, yeah. I understand. But at the same time, like, girl, mm-hmm. you saw the really, like, shaky reception you got for that big number you put together. You saw that they A were not about it. A number that was dope. It was beautiful. And Popsy's still back that. Like, yeah. he's like, yeah, look, just because people didn't get it doesn't mean it wasn't good. Yeah. And that is a fact. That is a fact. So, I mean, look at us. Yeah. <laughs> so like I oh she infuriates me. Yeah. Oh, so me. much. Cause she's that friend that you're like, you wanna support? You wanna support? So much. You wanna be there for her, but she keeps doing the dumb things and you're like, you're an adult, you figure it out. But also you wanna be like, stop it. <laughs> yeah. And then um freaking Junior left them the numbers unattended. They <sighs> he's trying to expand. He his his dynamic with Queenie is I don't know. Give me something because I mean they definitely slept together. Um, so they definitely have that. Vibe. They definitely, I mean, they definitely they have definitely, that. Vibe. Rather, they they have, rather, they, rather they have yet or not, they never showed it us will, it, but they definitely point, in that one scene light. where they were in the room together something in the last episode, like they definitely hooked up. Something. Will I'm not gonna go that even far even because he's still all about his wife. Even if they haven't yet, they've got the vibe of like they see each other naked. The possibility is there. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, if anything, they're just letting it know that that. And he keeps like trying to impress her. Which I which even sits, if doesn't sit right with my soul, but even, he's still right? like kissing up on his wife and still wants to like, yeah, your clinic for you. Like, let's run away out west. I'm like, because you fucked up and you yeah endangered your family. Yeah. Even if even if Queenie just used him as a footstool in her room, <laughs> like yeah, I'm like he's still like he's kind of down for that. Yes, he is. He wants to be. He wants. He's he Junior is so used to being the man in charge and being whatever too. Like, but he's that he's that same dude. Who wants someone else to take the reins for a change? Yeah, and he sees that in Queenie. He's like, ah, oh, hell yeah! <laughs> like, can love this relate. for me. Love this for me. Love that so great. When he goes home to his wife, who's just like, "What are you doing? Where are you going?" Blah blah. He's like, "Well, someone else trusts me to do the." But stuff, not blah, even blah, that. Blah. Like, like <laughs> it's that she's she's being a leader in her own right, doing her own thing. But like, he, I think what he respects in Queenie is what you were referring to is like she's the leader of everything, including him, which yeah. is not. The thing he gets at home, like yeah. the the two she's of them lead together. I remember, she's where he's like, "Go ahead and take this whole thing." Yeah, and she's like, "No, come with me, stupid." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He gets a bit of a game and recognized game. He's she's a boss, and in his own right, he's a boss as well with the porters of the underground. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So he's like, so, ah, equals. He doesn't see his wife as an equal. Yeah, but still, like, completely respects her. Yeah, yeah. At least treats her with respect yeah. and but he respects her child. vision and all of that. So he like, also he also makes a point too to tell Marlene constantly that he's just like here I am, just you know that heathen boy that you married, like just trying to do my best, trying to blah blah. Hey, yeah. I get it. Like he's he's constantly reminding her that he knows that he's not good enough for her. Yeah, he's constantly putting that in the atmosphere and being like, I get it. Like you know, and obviously there's a lot of history there, probably with her family. Or else being like, you're not going to have a daughter. You don't have these, this, 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 this quality. So he has that like chip on his shoulder. So when he gets to be in a room with somebody who just sees him for him. Yeah. And wants nothing from him other than just to be and do whatever. It's like this freedom. Yeah. But also he likes, he likes that excitement of the nefarious. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. He, he liked it back, you know, episode one when he's running liquor and like he's, he's yeah. just fine with this. The thrill of the chase. Yeah. Which, Okay. Right. But, like, now we got a family, dude. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, why are you keeping secrets? Like, yeah. That's what it is. Anyways. Like, and then, bring her in. And then getting mad when your best friend takes your wife to New York to see somebody because, what, you should have been there, but you couldn't because you had to go do something else. But, okay, go off. Which yeah. then I go back to from last week. Something definitely happened to Marlene and Zeke that for him to feel this way. It doesn't that negate that anything. No, or no. Queenie and Zeke, you mean? Queenie, no. No, oh, no, no, Marlene. 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 Oh, yeah. Something definitely <laughs> happened to you. 
<gasps> like, I always lose track of time when I'm with you. And I'm like, <laughs> tell me more about Stop that. that. <laughs> but, but not in a stay away from my man kind no, of no, way, but also like, a, like, come on, girl. Tell me more about it. <laughs> Anyways. Tell me Everybody, more. Everybody's getting busy on, on, on both sides of the um, aisle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're growing just not together. Man. Like, oof. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> like John with the bars. <laughs> Poetry. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I don't even know what this next episode is going to bring. Because, like, now that yeah. they have to deal with all the real world stuff where they found those men who were legally There robbed. should be two episodes left. Okay, there's only eight episodes. I think so. I think, oh, yeah, we looked that up, didn't we? Anyways. Um, um, but, yeah, so if we have six, we, have, we would have ten the most. So we still don't have a lot of time to wrap all this up. Um, even though Zeke... Yeah, eight and episodes. His, and his do-goodery tried to go in front of the, what was it, the labor council? The board, yeah, yeah. And, you know, found this same dude who was putting ideas in his head, like, oh, here's here's what it would yeah. take to get um, the black uh, black laborers part of the union. Yeah. But I hey, never told, look, uh, for me to be like, you're oh, sorry, definitely you not going to get this vote. Like, sorry you misinterpreted it. It's like not, ah, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, the defeat, yes. seeing seeing Zeke and seeing Marlene both defeated, yeah, like was so heartbreaking. Yeah, hundred percent. These are two people that we've watched be so like, I'm gonna get this clinic, I'm gonna get this union, I'm gonna do these things. But then like seeing that little bit of redemption, yeah, with the Zeke, ones who do it through proper channels. Yes, but see the little bit of redemption quote unquote Zeke, proper yeah, channels at the very end, being like, oh, I'm joining this uh, this protest then. If you're not yeah. gonna listen to me, then I'm just gonna hang out over here then, and then to watch everybody else fall in line. Yeah, like. Beautiful. I loved it. And to be able to like, not you know, uh, metaphorically like spit in the face of the one person who was like, you can't do this. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, Here I am. Like you have twice the work. Do I? Oh, do I? And then the temptations reveal of everybody oh, taking off the caps. So Love good. that. So good. Oh, the visuals. So, so great. Good. The show's so good. <laughs> There's so. two more episodes, April 4th and April 11th. Yeah, man. But then there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot. How much of this is historically accurate when John speaks? Oh well, not not today. Um, <laughs> <You> <laughs> coming soon. We'll put it on we'll put it on the on the page. Keep you an eye know. on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this uh this show this show is uh it's gripping. Yeah. I like it a lot. So so much. Yeah, we're doing well. The character plot lines and the growth and everything, like love to see it. Yeah. And you know what else? It's the same way we watch any other show as black people. It's, hey, there's the character you root for, the character you, who frustrates you, the the storylines you're more attached to. Hey, TV! Universal! Yeah, right? Crazy. So, <laughs> I mean, isn't Wild. that just the craziest thing in the world that it, it took to the, the 2020s yeah. to have an all-black Canadian cast on a Canadian show about a Canadian topic? <laughs> sorry. Crazy. I rant. It's not my not that sorry. <laughs> it isn't. But. <laughs> if it was. <laughs> if it was. Just, <laughs> just me clapping. Just me clapping. Just messing up the audio. John's like, I don't have much Ruining John's edit. day. <laughs> like, none of this is usable. Oh the whole, throw the whole episode away. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, man. Yeah. This, this show is... Uh, it's got me. It's got me wrapped around its entire leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just give it all the Canadian Screen Awards. Just give it. Give it all the things. Yeah, is it gonna give be nominated it. for things at the Black? Um, oh, at the Legacy Award, it's better. Awards. So, I discovered that Insight Productions has set up uh, a quasi small office space in the CBC building. Ooh, so. you gonna go chat with somebody? If I'm ever there during the day when people Facts. would be there. <laughs> you gotta so far, make time, Jan. So far, it was just like, oh, hey, it was cold outside. I had a break. I went on a walk and found a sign on a window. I'm like, ah! Oh! But no one was there. <laughs> like, well, it is 10 at night. None of you should be here. It's fair, fine. <laughs> but let me find you. <laughs> let me catch you. Let me catch you, Jesus. <laughs> Someone just looks up and finds me like sprawled against the right. glass there. there like, she is. Hey, you busy? She warned us. <laughs> I have a question. 
I just want to work on this. <laughs> or yeah. tell me where tickets are sold. If I can't work, True. I will book a vacation day so I can attend. Yes. yes. I'll find something to wear. No, line okay. this up. Line this up for all the awards because they deserve like this top to bottom. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I just love that I'm here to see it. Yeah. With adult eyes. Yes. That's nice. And I like that like I have a 13 year old niece and I've got a brand new like two week old niece who gets to see these things. Like it'll be normal just occurrences yeah. for my tiny niece. Yeah. Like she'll she'll be around for like the 20th of these and just be like, <laughs> yeah, oh, Legacy Wars, whatever. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And I love that. Like I want her just to be able to dismiss it the way I dismiss the Grammys. Right. Like, like oh yeah, that thing. It's like, been on for like, 25 years. I'm not watching, but yeah. like, cool. <laughs> yes. And they go on anyway without me having to watch. So there you go. That's what's up. I'm here for it. Yeah. Give my cousin all the choreography awards. Just saying. <laughs> if there are, give them to him. <laughs> give them to him. But yeah, anything else to add on this uh, episode six? No, I look forward to John's um, historically accurate uh, yeah. information on this. Because I want to know more. The the well actually, yes. yes I want to know. <laughs> I want to know more in-depth things about it. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. And we'll close it there. We can take a break. Next stop, the ship. Oh, welcome back. It's time for another go-round of the ship. One by one, we will discuss the eight picks chosen by us. Vote between the three of us. Two to one wins until we have a winner of the champion ship. Mm-hmm. So, that uh, West Philadelphia born and raised slap was was decent, as fights go. <laughs> So the idea came to me and Antonia through symbiosis. <laughs> I want that known. Yes. <laughs> to devote this week's ship to fights. On screen and real life. Because why but not? <laughs> limited to things that where a fight is not implied. So no MMA or WWE or boxing or wrestling this time. <laughs> As discussed before we turn the mics on, uh... We could do a lot with with WWE, and I'm kind of yeah. really looking forward to yes. it. Yes. But the task at hand, fights. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, seeing the video of the slap, I my first thought was that it was staged. Yeah. And then if it was, I didn't get it. <laughs> and judging by everybody's reaction, I'm like, oh, not staged. Because yeah. Will's still yelling. Yeah. So, we've got a really, really good eight picks here, and I'm really excited. So, without further delay, uh, at the number one pick, because I make the lineup. Uh, From The Princess Bride, we have Inigo Montoya versus Wesley, their sword fight on the Cliffs of Insanity. (laughs) And that is going to go up against uh, another, for those who know me, know how much I watched this movie as well. From Kill Bill, we have The Bride versus Ellie Driver when they had their sword fight in the trailer. Like, the real trailer. Yes. Not the trailer of a movie. <laughs> um, yeah. For me, oh, like this is really tough because I feel like without The Princess Bride, my interest in Kill Bill doesn't happen. Like, that was my... Okay. That I watched The Princess Bride so much as a kid that like we've busted multiple VHS tapes. Like that fight sequence is what like opened my eyes to what movies could be. Oh. Like oh, like there's there's one sequence in particular and it happens really quickly because that that sword fight scene takes a while, but there's one part where Wesley defends left Around his back, right. Ah, uh, yes. And then between the legs and sweeps the feet. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like it's literally a five count. Yeah. But I'm just like, that's so dope. Like, anyway. <laughs> like, it's so good. <laughs> but then on the other side, like, because everything I like about, I mean, Tarantino's whatever. But, like, everything <laughs> I like about Kill Bill as a movie is just the sheer revenge drive of it all. True. And... Like, Ellie was just one of those, like, she was always the bane of her existence. And then to have have everything lead up to 
plucking the eye out like yo yeah everything revenge. just revenge pure yeah pure rage no like the moments <laughs> the quarters were too tight and they couldn't get swords out and yeah. like that had to be so awesome to film because it was in such tight quarters yeah. like there's just so much respect for, for i have for how that scene's made and how it how it oh, turned man. out so this one's tough for me. So <laughs> like, these are like two of your picks. Like, yeah, <laughs> these are these are two of my very favorite things. Hmm. Only because big group fights and battles couldn't be on this. That'll be a separate ship or just a separate rant. I go on. Like it's fine. I can stand alone. Um. So because I have to make a decision, I will vote the Princess Bride. Oh man, I mean, of the two, I've, I've I mean I watch the Princess Bride like every year. So yeah. Um. Kill Bill's not as fresh in my mind, but, but that fight scene is iconic. Yeah. Um, and I just remember people, like, imitating it all the time. Like, people mm-hmm. really went out of their way, like, the same way that we were doing stuff with The Matrix. Like, yeah. that particular fight, people were like, oh, yeah, we're just going to, like, stand here and play fight this whole thing out. I'm like, I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch that. <laughs> um... Yeah, it's also going to be The Princess Bride for me. Wow. Yeah, I And also too just because like not only was the fight just so much fun to watch, like the entire movie is just so yeah. topical, like head to like top to bottom and just it's so captivating in a way that like you weren't necessarily expecting for that type of movie cuz it doesn't really start off that way. No, not at all. And even in the in-betweens you get little fights and you're not expecting it to continue in that manner. So like yeah. when you get more of like, "Oh, okay." Whereas like Kill Bill you're like, "No, this is very direct and this is we we're going here. Yeah. Um, I mean, a very, for me, I knew something from this movie was going to get into this bracket, but the other, the other, the other one that's slow, that slightly lost out was when Inigo finally got the six fingered man, Count Rugen. Ah, uh, yes. So, like, so you had that line, like you had that speech, like the fight itself wasn't all that impressive, which yeah. is why it lost. But like for what it meant to the story, it was yeah. everything. So, yes, yes cause yes. I love revenge. So, <laughs> That's me. <laughs> for, a little, for a spot of revenge. Yes. For a spot of revenge. John, what do you got? Are um, you familiar with either of these scenes? Yeah, like Kill Bill. Okay. Um, Didn't take you for much of a Princess Bride Night Out. It's fine. <laughs> no, I mean, that's a good scene too, but I'll have to go with Kill Bill. I thought there was a little bit more emphasis on it. Okay. Well... The bride lost two to one, but Princess Bride moves on. <laughs> Our next matchup, we've uh, moved it to the realities. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I, you know, what? I won't throw Antonia all the way in this because I had these thoughts as well. <laughs> um, so we've got Solange versus Jay Z because yes, and we have the malice in the palace. So. You want to give a quick refresher of Solange versus Jay-Z. So the, uh, which, uh, which award show was it? Um, Why did I think it was the Met? Or was, uh, hold on. Um, so it, elevated fight, elevated fight. Yeah, it was Met Gala. Okay. Um, to Look at me remembering things. 2014. You said this was an assault. You said it was an assault. They both are, but they're we're talking both, about yeah, them they're anyway. They're both assaults. So is Met Gala 2014? When it happens in real life, it's assault. When it's a movie, it's just a fight. <laughs> so Met Gala 2014. Should have mentioned that off the top. Um, <laughs> um, and we got we got um, Beyonce's Lemonade in 2016. Oh, my God. So, um, oh, so, yeah, it was so long ago. So, essentially, what it was, there have been speculations, obviously, of, like, you know, Jay-Z cheating and all of that and, like, a whole bunch of mess going on. There was a tiny clip of footage inside of an elevator where Solange appears to step to Jay-Z, and there's a little bit of hitting, from what I remember, just some, some, but a lot of yelling. There's a lot of yelling going on in there. What everyone else got was them stepping out of the elevator and Solange looking very heated and disheveled, but Jay-Z looking very defeated. And Beyonce... Looking perfect as always. Um, and very much triumphant and very like, well, that's my sister and I'm not going to, what am I going to do, hold her back? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so it became this whole thing of like, what happened on the elevator? God knows what's happening on the elevator. What's happening on the elevator? And like that, having that footage 
imagine being <laughs> the hotel, holding that footage and knowing that like you could sell that for millions of dollars, like millions. It still takes my breath away. Like, and like they secured that thing post haste, but it was just like, yeah. you could have just been like, whoop into the next hands and you would have been set for life. Like people, TMZ yeah. would have nothing on you. Nothing. Nothing on you. And so that fight and people, so when people saw it happening, they're like, well, he must have done it if Beyonce wasn't defending her man. <laughs> I was like, well. I mean. And then we got Lemonade two years later, and it was just, uh, you know, confirmation. And then Beyonce did um, Feeling Myself remix with with uh, Nicki Minaj and mm. threw a line in there about the elevator. Yeah. And, like, everyone was like, <laughs> like, confirmation. Like, it was, it just had levels. It had levels. And that fight for me, even though we never got to see the whole thing, and we never will because Beyonce's NDAs are tight. Yeah. <laughs> we will never have all of the. We'll never have all the information, all the tea. We'll never know. Yeah, never. But that fight was just. <sighs> but like every now and then, the the question on the internet will be like, "Oh, would you rather X amount of money or like dinner with Jay Z to get like advice or whatever?" But like, if I ever got dinner with Jay Z, that's my first question. Yo, first what question. Happened? Hey, what happened? <laughs> Like you can, you can pay whatever money it was will be hush money. Thank I will you. send all the, I will sign all the non-disclosures. I will never tell a soul. I just, that's what I would ask Jay-Z if he was ever in front of my face. He has no like business ever know. being near me, but <laughs> none. none, but like, I like to have these loaded questions in case I ever meet a celebrity that I feel I don't need to talk to. Like, so what's the side of yours? What's your side of the story? Like, yo, <laughs> and go or even my question would be, are y'all cool after this? <laughs> like, I mean, I understand it was years later, but like, are y'all cool? They appear to be. So, yeah, that's a great one. But on the other side, the malice in the palace, because I grew up in Windsor. It Detroit News followed this story to the end. <laughs> like, to the discipline to, to the disciplinary actions, to the fines, to the suspensions, to everything. Damn. So I was actually watching this game when it happened. Like, it was just the weirdest thing. It just got out of control so quickly. So quickly. Like and you didn't know where to look. Not at all. And for those who aren't familiar with the, with the events, <laughs> um, the Detroit Pistons, when they used to play their arena was called the Palace of Auburn Hills. So they're playing the Indiana Pacers. Um, less than a minute left in the in the game. Um, I want to say it was Ben Wallace of the Pistons got fouled by Ron Artest, and that got everybody heated. And then a... F yeah. <laughs> a fan eventually... There, uh, a drink was thrown. Um, Ron Artest laid on the officials' table. Like it was just the most cartoony <laughs> sequence of events that I'm sure I'm not remembering in order correctly. But just like the things that pop up in my head, like Ron Artest laying on the the. I mean, there is a Netflix documentary you can watch about it that feels very true crime <laughs> in a way that I was not expecting. <laughs> but yeah, there a fan was punched. <laughs> Jermaine O'Neal yeah. punched some people. Ron Artest punched some people. It was just, and it just led to a crowd-wide brawl. And I don't think anything in the modern NBA era had happened like that before. Yeah. The way it got out of control. Like, it's it's the reason there are police officer security, bot, like, courtside now. Yeah. Because that was not a thing at the time. And everybody, everybody was able to rush the floor and just mess it shit up. It was a mess. It was such a mess. So that's why it's my pick for me. And that's what I'm voting for. Because as, as dope as it is that Solange totally, like, destroyed Jay-Z's face while, in, while wearing couture, um, that fight changed how was a deciding factor to how the NBA conducts itself in terms of discipline, in terms of security, in terms of set, like all of the, every Indiana Pacer could have been eaten alive that day <laughs> and there wouldn't have been anything to stop them. <laughs> and 
the different security measures that are taken now, like every everything amended in their code of conduct, like everything stemmed from how badly this went. <laughs> and that resonates with me. And I don't even watch basketball like that anymore. So, yeah. But did I watch that Netflix doc? Of course I did. Yep. Had to. There was so much to learn in there. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, in the footage they use of Detroit News, I'm like, hey, Carmen Harlan. Hey, hey this anchor. Hey, that anchor. Like, I know you. Yeah, so for me, my vote is the mouse in the palace. Yeah, I'm, I'm with my girl Solange all day. Because, <laughs> like, I got to see her, I got to see her in concert in 2017. Oh, that must have been nice. So, like, not, so, like, a few years afterward, the whole time I'm just like, if I could just <laughs> sit down with you, please. And be like, hey, I'm on your side. Don't need to know details. I want you to know, like, I'm ride or die. Because so. <laughs> the way that she got to, she had to get dragged away from Jay-Z in the elevator. Yeah. She was, she, like, tried to let out one last kick. Yeah. And that man, and he stood there. And that that to me was confirmation he did something because he stood there in the elevator, not depending himself, and just kind of letting it happen. One, because he probably wasn't going to put hands on his wife's sister. There's no way. Yeah. But he also was just like, I'm just going to take this beating. Because, yeah. <laughs> like I said. Like, this is ball Jay-Z, y'all. When, when real is, people do it, it's salt. Yeah, this is ball Jay-Z era. So, like, since then, he has yeah. his locks and everything else, too. So, <laughs> gross. There's not, been growth since then. Not bald, JC. So, yeah, there's been growth. Damn. Anyway, that's my vote. <laughs> John, you got to break the tie. I have to go with the mouse and the palace. Of course you do. John will always choose sports. Yeah. <laughs> Basketball over couture. I get it. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I mean. I mean, it's fine. This Listen, is a strong matchup. I, I knew going in wasn't going to win, but I just, I had to put it out there because that, that to me is an infamous fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm kind of mad I didn't think of it. Like, when I opened it up to real life, like, that was the, the mouse in the palace was the first thing I thought of. Yeah. This is a. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll take it back to the movies. Um, we're going to go with The Born Supremacy, the knife versus newspaper fight. Yes. Versus John Wick, Chapter 2, The Pencil Kill. <laughs> so. I'll Refre- re- no, no, refresh with The Pencil Kill. I remember the book one, but refresh with The Pencil one. Yes, and the book the, the book one, one was one, a finalist. The one pencil kill to me that stands out is Joker when he's like, you want to see a trick? Like, yep. That's the one that stands out to me. That's a good one. Not much of a fight. But no, a good not one. a fight. Not a fight. <laughs> um, okay, so for those of the, the John Wick universe, in the first one, it is like part of his legend is that everyone seems to know about that one time he killed three men in a bar with a pencil. Ah, yes. So in the second one, I mean, spoilers, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Matt's too late. <laughs> it is too late. Like, we're on the fourth one of these Yeah, things. come on now. <laughs> um, so in the second one, he's excommunicated, so all of the, like, privilege and benefits and, and perks of being an assassin are all taken away. So now everybody is fair game. He's got a huge bounty on him. Everybody wants that money. So yeah. every all these assassins who are hiding in plain sight at, like, as like, you know, pedestrian street performers, whatever. <laughs> yeah. They're all clamoring down on him and he's wounded. He's trying to get, he's trying to get from point A to point B and just like kind of dismissing individual one-on-one fights as they happen. But he did manage to get a hold of a pencil yes. and dispatch in what I think is spectacular fashion. <laughs> I think that, that's, he, um, he was grabbed from behind. He ended up taking this pencil and like, Stabbing the torso and all, like, do you know how much force you need a lot. to stab with a pencil? A Ask those same children who got stabbed with pencils in in uh, in school. <laughs> those two kids who got stabbed in the hands with pencils. That's like, force. That is force. Sharp or not? It's, it's force. force. So, <laughs> and the fact that that, like, let it be the full circle. I'm like, there he is, kill him with a pencil, just <laughs> like they said he does. <laughs> He's like, you want to see it? So <laughs> You want to see that, a magic trick? <laughs> yeah, that was... That's why that one in particular got killed. There was John Wick had so many to choose from. Like he's killed with a book, a horse, a car, a pencil, <laughs> on a subway, on a train. He, he has range. He's got so much kill range. So yeah. Now the, the born the, the born supremacy uh, newspaper versus knife fight will always tickle me because like how insulting is it? So insulting that you grab a knife inside the sanctity of your own home and someone slaps you upside the head. 
with a newspaper. Like that to me, like you better not die. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. You better not die. Like you have the upper hand here. You should know where all the sharp things are in your house. That man was also a fellow assassin of some sort. Like he knew what he was doing. Yep. And you died <laughs> at the hands of somebody with a newspaper. Yeah. He didn't even try to bother. He didn't even bother trying to find another knife to like fight you with. He hits you with a newspaper, which also means I think didn't leave marks. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. The only thing that he did that left a mark was to set your house ablaze. Yeah. And that also didn't take a lot of effort either. Watching that scene, because that scene lasted for about like 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, that one lasted a like, while. It was a very long time. So seeing that in theater and being like, okay, no, but seriously, like. <laughs> this is still happening. Wh- what <laughs> is happening right now? And I remember, I will forever remember going with, I think it was my friend Benji. And we were just like losing it in our seats. Just having, and we watched it in, in Bracebridge, which is <laughs> north of here. Yeah, it is. So the theater, small. <laughs> I think it's. I think that theater sat um, maybe twenty people. Damn. So I feel like someone's personal theater. Yeah, I'm like and you so were at somebody's house. The two of us, my friend Benji, who's like six five, in the back row, just like l- screaming, <laughs> just like hitting the back of seats, just like Mah! like it was just us, the two of us, and two other friends who decided, thankfully, to sit next to us and not in front of us. And so we were just having the grandest time. And I just that scene will forever stick in my mind because I'm like, wow. God forbid I'm ever in a situation <laughs> where there's a home invasion and I lose because someone beat me with paper. Yeah. Paper doesn't mean paper should not beat a blade. It just shouldn't. And if it does, it think does about your life. <laughs> freaking think born. about your life. Think about your life. <laughs> like this should have never happened. While you're a, busy dead, think a, about your life. Yeah, no, think, <laughs> no, think about think about everything happened before that moment comes. Think about it. Will you get beat with a with a newspaper and die? <sighs> think about it. <laughs> listen plan of action children <laughs> john you gotta break this tie <laughs> uh i'll have to go chase some bro wow yes john hates Canadian <laughs> hey, treasure. first of all first race. of all that's not what this is <laughs> that's what i'm making it no i mean that's a tough that's a tough matchup i don't <coughs> like, i'll go to youtube and watch that fight scene sometimes there are a few treasures for movies i'll just find that one scene and be like ah, oh, yeah that fed me for a day good on to the next thing <laughs> That means a lot, actually. I, yeah. I don't mind that. <laughs> All right, so our final opening matchup, another dip into the Wayback Machine, Nolan Ryan versus Robin Venture. If you would like to pause to Google this fight, <laughs> one of the rare, like, good baseball fights where fight a fight actually happens. And, so like, I did not see, what is Not this a fight? lot of posturing, but, like... What was this fight? Because I don't remember this fight. Um, I don't watch baseball. I vaguely remember, because I was a kid when it happened. But I want to say, you know, baseball things happen, a pitch too high maybe, or a pitch too inside or something like that. Um, so you're a classic, we're rushing the mound. And, I mean, there were headlocks, there were some shots before, like... Wait, who was fighting? Were they two people who came off, like, who were on the pitch already? Yeah. Or like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, it was just... It had to... For the time, it had to be so shocking. I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know. Baseball no, fights. It was just shocking the way that the ass kicking just commenced. And was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. John, why'd you pick it? I mean, it was just, that's what it was. I mean, good example, old versus young. and <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, I want to say Ventura was, like, in his 20s at the time. And Nolan Ryan was, like, Nolan Ryan played for a long-ass time. Yeah. So... Yeah. <laughs> Do that when you throw 100 miles per hour consistently. Like Woo. That. It was just getting whipped by your stepdad. Like, that's Damn. that's what it was. Your you thought you were a man that day. <laughs> and you found out you weren't. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> Let this old man strength kick, kick in. And that, that was the basic message. From the reserves. <laughs> like, like, he had to dig deep for that. Yeah. I, okay. Did, like, other people get involved? Yeah, what after? Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure okay. everything cleared, but like nobody had time to get between them before it happened. Yeah. Like, Dang. just distance alone. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nolan Ryan had him in a headlock for a time. Like, yeah, it was because you don't get that now. There's a whole lot of posturing, and then the bench is clear, and everybody gets in between everybody, and everybody just shouting and talking their smack. Like, yeah. oh, it's fine. It's not <laughs> it. It keeps from assault charges, but. That one there. That, <laughs> that day. <laughs> I don't even remember what year that was. 
Because it was just, I just saw the highlight on the news. I definitely wasn't watching baseball on TV. Like, that's, God forbid. <laughs> I, my eye is not trained to know how to watch baseball on TV properly. That's all. <laughs> that's all I'll say about it. I'm sure there's a value to it. I don't know what it is. And I'm quite jealous of the ones who do enjoy it. Still waiting to find out. <laughs> because uh, what's his name as an announcer? His voice is just a lullaby. Okay. It is instant nap for me. And I'm like, I want to, I want to know what's going on. But like, this guy lulled me to sleep with players' backstories. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> just. Yeah. That's, uh, Wait, that's the match. They, who are they up against? Uh, let me see. Ah, yes. <laughs> what, what I have written here are the CFL old dudes. <laughs> they have names. <laughs> this is like I want to say this is like a Grey Cup event. They yeah, were honoring Anthony and and Angelo Mosca, sorry, Angelo Mosca and Joe Cap, and they were just at a CFL kind of get together for Hall of Famers, and um, they still uh, have some bad feelings for each other, and one got a cane to the head, and uh, yeah, that cane swiftness. Old men got a mic, and I will say what I loved about that clip. Were all of like the concerned uh, groans <laughs> from <laughs> from the audience, but no intervention. Like, no one, no intervention. Oh no, no intervention. Because at that point, because my <laughs> when you when you intervene with a bunch of young dudes, like you just like rip people apart. Like that's yeah, restraining just, them would hurt. So them the hesitation, more. <laughs> the hesitation, in like ripping these old dudes apart, knowing that the fall was enough for them to be like, ah, oh, yeah, you're gonna that's gonna take the next couple weeks to recover from. Yeah. The hesitation to jump in was more so out of like respect <laughs> yeah but because like, also like have your fight grandpas and then like when <laughs> the you're exhausted might injure them more. yeah exactly like you know that jumping in is gonna do more harm so like everyone goes everyone uh, <laughs> like you watch the fights everyone's like whoa, 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 and this one everyone went, oh no and that's why <laughs> that gets my vote like, it, it was just so funny there to were canes and walkers and it was it was beautiful like to see. 40 years of bad blood it was <laughs> like just Man, yeah, I used to be able to hold a grudge like that. I've since changed, but <laughs> well. I still respect the ability. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, man, that that was funny to watch. <laughs> like that, that's probably yeah. the best. Like there were so many things going on at once where it's like everyone, because people in the audience were kind of egging them on, like, oh yeah, old fuse over, and they're like, okay, we're just gonna do it right now. Then I was like, wait, <laughs> it was a joke. Like it's not. No one actually wanted you to fight. Yeah. Like, your bones are dust at this point. Don't do that. Yeah. Baseball, like, bench-clearing things happen all the time in comparison. That's a one-of-a-kind. And it's specifically Canadian <laughs> with <laughs> CFL team banners everywhere. Yeah. That's my pick. That they, like, tore one down, too. Like, came down with them. <laughs> they it were <did>. tumbling. <laughs> so, John, since you submitted both of these, uh, you're finally in a, a time of... Oh, crisis. Indecision and crisis. Oh, yeah, yeah. What do you choose? We'll go with indecision. <laughs> no, I have to go with the grumpy old man. Yeah, same. Same. <laughs> the only unanimous pick so yeah. far. <laughs> the grumpy old man wins. It just, I just, it kills me. The audience literally was like, we'll let them duke it out. But also like, don't duke it out too hard. <laughs> <laughs> but also be careful. <laughs> it was so good. Um, all right. So our semifinalists, we have the Princess Bride sword fight. Versus uh, the born, born Supremacy newspaper. Uh, Going with the newspaper. Of course you are. Um, <laughs> uh, swords are better. Just uh, <laughs> Princess Bride. John. What, what's the other one? The Born Supremacy knife versus newspaper. Oh, yeah, the barn. What, just because it's super impressive to kill somebody with a newspaper? Like, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, disrespectful. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I do. I get it. All right, on the other side, we've got the uh, CFL grumpy old men, as John named them, and uh, the malice in the palace. Ooh, I'm still going with the CFL, though. Because even, like, like basketball yeah, fake fights happen. It's just like, so comical to me that that happened. Yeah. Like, I like the CFL fight a lot. Oh. That's your vote? <laughs> what is that, ground? What? Yep, CFL. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, we are just off the rails now. And I love it. <laughs> so, 
you know, stand by your knife versus newspaper and put it up against the CFL old men. I dare you. I dare you. I'm choosing newspaper disrespect. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still choosing the CFL old men (laughs) because what? (laughs) It is timeless. That's fights. I don't know how fight can be timeless, but that is. That, I mean, ages old. <laughs> that is. Johnny, it's all up to you. That's cool. It's a grumpy old man. Yeah, you do. <laughs> love it. I love it. From the cradle to the grave. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Name of the episode. <laughs> Anthony, Mosca. Anthony Mosca just passed actually this year. So. Oh, no. Oh, damn. He, he was also not just um, a CFL legend. He's also um, uh, was a good, really good uh, pro wrestler back in the day. The supplement for his. Uh, Did I know that? I don't know CFL if I knew that. Wrestling. So. Man. Yep. Hustlers. Not the one. Not that day. Oh man! So there you have it. That's uh, that's our winner. Um, <laughs> Grumpy old man. I'm sure we Grumpy can post the link to. <laughs> I'm sure we can post a link to these videos for those who are oh, just yeah. like, "What is this?" We'll yeah, find them. We'll find them. We'll make a. Everyone should be subjected to this. <laughs> we'll make a list so you can know what's up because you have to. <laughs> like you have to know this now, and it's uh, you're welcome. Just <laughs> you're, you're better welcome. for it. You know, for those who are familiar with the ones that that were chosen, like. Yeah, just just give it a shot. <laughs> just, just give it a chance, cause canes and walkers, like that's that's all. If that's not enough for you, I'm sorry, I can't help. But also to like the power to be like, I'm not actually gonna step to you. I'm gonna use this extended thing to hit yeah. you, like that like, I need for balance. The two of them, if for like for visual, imagine just like people like pretend like be like, no, I don't want to fight. Just like hands like slapping at each other, like. No. Oh, otherwise known as baseball fight. That too. We're just like, no, no, no. And then eventually someone goes, huh, and we're like, oh, okay, I guess we're fighting now. <laughs> like that. That's what happened. Like, oh, you were serious? Yeah. What? Yeah. Make me up for nothing. <laughs> uh, we left a ton of really good ones off because we don't have space. Like any sword fight in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Uh, yes. Um, oh, I would also say uh, the Black Panther fight when they were in, in Korea and they were in that. Uh, yes. That whatever. And Okoye and like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. The key and everybody. It was amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah. And because we made a conscious effort to limit it to one-on-one fights, like that yeah. eliminated battles, like yeah. and like most other fights in Kill Bill, like her with the, the crazy 88, um, you know, battles and war scenes. So like Helm's Deep and the Battle of the Bastards, like yep. all of that had to get left off because I, damn it, I had to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but... I can talk about things like this literally all day. So <laughs> invite me to do so, and I will accept. And, uh, yeah. So let us know if you agree, disagree. Any others we might have left off that uh, might have been worth some time. Let us know. So, uh, yeah, that's it for us. Yeah. About to go find someone outside. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> you have reached the end of the line. Please exit the train cars to your right. Please follow the ushers if you want to reach us on Twitter at NotThatSorryPod, on Instagram at NotThatSorryPodcast. For those of you who hop the turnstile before the ticket collector can come collecting, please leave us a review and have a good day and a safe journey.